Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back at the Queen's Table podcast. I am your host, Marissa J. Just thought my microphone was doing a little better. It's not. Anyhow, so guys, today, well not today, because technically today it's March the 1st. I didn't get I didn't get to start recording until super late, but 28 episodes in 28 days, boy, (laughs) says I'm so tired, I'm so tired, but I did it, yay, we did it, hey, so I'm super happy, super excited about that, what I'm not super excited about is today's topic, (laughs) so I go to work. I come off of work and it comes to find out that you remember our friend Ralph Northam, governor of Virginia, the guy that was in blackface, standing next to a Klansman and took a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. He's back in the news today, but not for anything that he did. It was his wife this time. Pam. Pam Northam. Pam Northam decided that it was going to be a good idea to hand out cotton, cotton to little kids, little black kids that came to visit the governor's mansion. (laughs) I can't make this shit up, y'all. I can't make this shit up. Here's the thing. When I was little, we would, you know, when when you're in grade school, you take field trips, right? There was only one field trip that I was not allowed to go on. And it was it seemed harmless enough. I we've been to the the uh, Sam Davis home and the the Andrew Jackson home. We've been there on a field trip even been to Oakland's mansion, which in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, there is a mansion called Oakland's mansion and it, it sits on a plantation and it's, it's very, it's very, um, it's been, it's been kept up over the years and, um, lots of kids go over there for field trips and (laughs) like even my parents even let us go there. But there was one field trip that I was not allowed to go on. And that field trip was to the battlefield. There's a a battlefield in in Murfreesboro. I never knew, well, not never, but it was some years before I found out why I couldn't go on that particular field trip. Well, apparently my parents ask, you know, whenever it's something like this, and I didn't know this at the time. But whenever it's something sketchy, and yes, plantations are sketchy to be going to visit, um, my parents would ask, what types of activities are they going to be doing? And based on the activities that we would be doing, that would let them know whether or not I could go. Well, I couldn't go to this one, and I had no idea why. Well... Some years later, my dad revealed to me that, you know, 
because they were going to have you guys out there picking cotton. And I'm like, man, like, I remember the next day, everybody was like, oh, look at all this cotton we got. And I was like really jealous because <laughs> I wanted some cotton too. Everybody has some cotton. I didn't know how they got the cotton. But yeah. So when my dad said that, I was like, man, you know, like, I was a kid, you know, like, I didn't know. And they were like, yeah, but here's the thing. They'll have you out there doing shit like that, but they're not going to explain to you the history behind it. It's a good idea to to have these field trips and to learn about these things because you have to learn about your history. You have to, but don't, you're not going to have my black kid out here picking cotton. That's not, and then not even explain the reasoning behind it. You're just going to turn this thing into something that's fun. There was a whole movement around this thing that you're turning into to having fun. Like, come on, man, you know? And so after he explained it that way, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I wouldn't want my kids out there picking cotton either, you know, especially if you're not explaining to them, okay, slaves did this shit and we, 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 we fucked up. We brought people over here from a different country to, to do this shit. (laughs) Like we tore them away from their family and their homes to come and do this shit, you know? And, and yeah, go out and do it. So that way you can have an appreciation for, what happened but you just gonna turn it into a game no son that's not gonna happen and so since my dad has told me that like okay cool anytime my kids go on a field trip where the fuck y'all going what the fuck y'all finna be doing if that's gonna be a thing mm -mm, nope we're not doing that we're not playing this game so except i think the only thing different i haven't come come across that uh that situation yet as a parent but I do believe that if I were to I I would definitely uh, do things a little bit differently than what my parents my parents are like oh you know we're not doing this because um because I'm your parent and I said so and like just drop it like that's it like that's the end of it that's a wrap so I don't know like I'm not I definitely would do things differently. I would definitely let them know like, hey, you know, like this is the reason why you can't go. Whatever, whatever. Okay. (laughs) Fast forward to 2019. Okay. (laughs) And this bitch, this bitch has the audacity to just hand shit out. Like, like, okay. So this is coming from blavity.com. All right. So the first lady, Pam Northam drew condemnation after state employee Lee Walker complained about her daughter and two other black children receiving raw cotton during a February 21st tour of the governor's mansion reports the Washington post. These children are members of the 2019 Senate page class. Northam was showing off a cottage that used to be a kitchen <clears throat> when she handed out the cotton. Mrs. Northam then asked these three pages, the only African-American pages in the program, that it, or, uh, if they could imagine what it must have been like to pick cotton all day. 
Walker wrote in a letter acquired by the Richmond Times-Dispatch, I cannot for the life of me understand why the First Lady would single out the African-American pages for this or why she would ask them such an insensitive question. Northam apologized for the faux pas on Wednesday, according to NBC. She said, I regret that I have upset anyone. I am still committed to chronicling the important history of the historic kitchen and will continue to engage historians and experts on the best way to do so in the future. Like, seriously? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Y'all done for. Y'all done for. Y'all done for. The black people in the state of, or yeah, in the state of Virginia, they have, there's, there's been a poll and they're pretty much saying like shit, like Governor Northam, he did some stupid shit. Who hasn't done some stupid shit? Let him stay in office. Let him do his fucking job. Right. And now this shit, <laughs> y'all done, y'all done, pack it up, go home, y'all gotta go, <laughs> y'all gotta go, you're doing too much, you're doing too much, they can, re they can, we can forgive something that happened in 1984, that was a long ass fucking time ago, right, okay, like, yeah, it was stupid, it was fucked up, it was insensitive as fuck, you made your apology, cool, now get in there and do something for black folks. And this is the thing that you decided you're going to do for black folks. <laughs> like, stop it. For real. So let's learn a little bit of history. Let's learn about this, this, this house that just had to be shown and, and the cotton had to be <laughs> handed out to these, these black kids. When Richmond became the uh, capital of Virginia during 1779, there was no residence for the governor, but Thomas Jefferson rented one. The state was so poor that it could not pay the rent in time and blame Jefferson for the problem. The state finally paid its rent and built a residence for the governor on the site of the present building. The gardens were redesigned in the 1950s at the request of Governor Thomas B. Stanley by noted landscape artist Charles Gillette. Under Governor James S. Gilmore III, the mansion was renovated and expanded in an effort to restore the home to its historical appearance, but also to bring the mansion into compliance with the Americans with Disabilities Act and to provide additional living space for the first family. Anne Holton lived in the mansion twice during the 70s when her father, A. Linwood Holton Jr. was the governor and when her husband, Tim Kane, was the governor. Thomas Jefferson's daughter, Martha, Martha Jefferson Randolph, known as Patsy, was also the daughter and wife to Thomas Mann Randolph Jr., of the Virginia governors. Oh, I can't talk today, but never lived in the mansion. Currently, Governor Ralph Northam occupies the mansion. That's it. That's, that's it. It was on American Idol. Like, shown on Bob Villa's uh, Home Again television show in the early 2000s. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's what the kids had to learn about. And that's, that's why they got the cotton because 
Mm-hmm. Cotton is just such a hot commodity in 2019, y'all. Like, man, if there was some sort of, I don't know, a gin made to to pick it? Oh, I don't know, man. Got to give it to the black kids, though. Don't know what to do with it. Don't know exactly what to do with it. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm so sick and tired. And, like, why Why does everybody have to do all of these fucking shenanigans during Black History Month? Like, y'all couldn't have found any other time to do y'all's fuckery. Like, y'all had to just... Oh. Why? Why? What's the point of it? What's... What, what's... What's the point of it? Why? Anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry this had to be the last episode for the month. (laughs) But that should be a testament to just how fucked up this goddamn country is. I'm just so irritated right now. I'm so irritated by everybody and everything. This is just, it's silly. It's silly. It's silly. (sighs) Anyhow. Yay! That's it, guys. That's it. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 a good thing. It's a real, real good thing. So, I've decided I will be publishing episodes every Wednesday and Friday of every week. So that's a good thing. I got a couple. Of, well, I have a day. I have a day to kind of take a bit of a breather, but not really because I got a whole bunch of stuff to do. I might get a website, guys. That might be a thing. Yay. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at TKT Podcast. Also follow me on Facebook at The Queen's Table Podcast. You know what? I need to start telling people to do this at the very beginning. Because once I wrap up the show, like people are like, okay, she done. And then click off. And it's like, no, but wait, there's more. Like, I have to tell you guys where to find me and stuff. So I'm going to start doing it at the beginning. Like, y'all finna listen to me, damn it. Like, (laughs) y'all going to stop cutting it off at the very end. Anyhow, um, if you have any questions, concerns, show topic ideas, or if you want your Black-owned business to be promoted on the show, you can email me at tqtpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me any and everywhere. So make sure you subscribe and share my episode. That's it, guys. That's it. We did it. We did it. We did it. And hey, hey, stick with me because some big things finna happen. They're they're in the making. They're in the works. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. So stick with it because it's it's finna it's finna get a it's it's finna get it. It's finna get there. It's finna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. (laughs) All right, y'all. We all came from Africa, so stay black. If this episode sounds a little weird or off, it's because I've taken all of everybody else's music, like (laughs) celebrities' music, off of my episodes. So if I'm making references, that's what that means.